0: Dreams do not have a filter that your normal, polite, waking self puts up. Welcome to the hidden meaning of dreams with Sweet Georgia Pam. It does matter what the dreamer themselves associates with those things that come up in the dream. Spiritual director,
1: dream expert, author, and educator, Sweet Georgia Pam is here to remind us that dreams are the answer. They're always with you. They know you better than you
0: know yourself, and they're always trying to tell you the truth. There's some back and forth here between you and some awareness. And now your host, Melissa Carter.
1: Sweetgeorgepam.com is the website where you can get some free things from Pam, including a downloadable guide called Six Nights to Better Dream Recall. Plus, she's got a free half-hour Zoom session. She explains what it entails at sweetgeorgepam.com plus She's on social media. You can DM her anytime at Sweet Georgia Pam. Hi, Pam. Uh, so the last episode, we teased about premonitions, right? And you're like, we, we got to deep dive in this. So we don't have a specific dream today. But I, my example last time was, let's say somebody has recurring dreams that they die in a plane crash. I've actually had a friend who mm-hmm. had that dream so often she had convinced herself that that was going to be her demise it was a premonition that mm-hmm. she was going to die in a plane crash but that's not necessarily true right that is right uh <laughs> <laughs> the end end of podcast all right thanks for coming sweetgeorgiapam.com i'm just kidding no i love when she does that because that means there's so much to cover
0: there is it's you're trying true. to you're trying to decide where to start it's generally where do we go <laughs> uh Well, okay. So the first thing is we have to address the terrifying aspect that we have premonition dreams. That is legitimately terrifying. You brought up a great
1: point. Most premonitions usually end up being bad.
0: Yes. Right. Right.
1: I don't have these great dreams of, you know, princess charming in my case comes along and we live happily ever after. And I think, oh, there's a premonition. No, we always think of it the negative. Okay, sorry, yeah. go ahead. I never yes. realized that. Just we latch
0: ahead. onto it and we have this death grip of fear that haunts us. We let the dreams haunt us, right? And, and the reason, and we've talked about this before, is that when you wake up, your literal thinking comes on board. It's been asleep that whole time while, you're, while your dreaming mind was throwing unfiltered ideas at you. Mm-hmm. that are symbolic and metaphorical and important for you, but not important in a literal way. Now I am going to get to dreams. The fact that some of our dreams do happen. We're going to get to that in just a second, okay. but I want to soften the death grip, the like white knuckling of like, Oh my God, what if this is true?
1: Like my friend who was terrified to get on a plane every time she had to because of those dreams.
0: Yes. One of my missions in life is to let people discover that dreams are trustworthy and playful. And even the scary ones have something to share. So I want your friend to feel at ease that the death in a dream is symbolic and plane crash is symbolic. Yes, plane crashes happen. Yes, death happens in waking life, right? But I want to dispel the immediate grip of fear because that closes us off to anything positive coming from this dream experience. Okay. Most dreams are not prophetic and this is me being layered and deep (laughs) and prophetic dreams are more normal than we think they are. So what I mean by that is if you've had a a dream that has come true, you're not the only one. It's actually because we have access to our unconscious, our personal unconscious mind. We also have access to the collective unconscious mind, which is on a cellular level, our shared humanity. And so some of that information does get through every now and again into our dream space and it comes true. But to dream uh, this, this, persistent recurring experience of plane crash to me says, let's get to the metaphorical meaning of why your dreaming mind keeps throwing up this struggle or this fear for you. Okay. Mm -hmm. And the last interpretation is it means it's going to actually happen. That's the last place we go. Yeah. The first place we go is metaphorically what feels just like in our, our previous episode, we talked about heights and instability. Yeah. Where do you feel that your big goals and dreams are going to drop out of the sky
1: Hmm.
0: and exploring, especially with a plane crash. So now I'm getting into the interpretation of a plane crash dream, but exploring the other thing that happens in a dream of a plane crash is it doesn't just hurt the dreamer. It hurts the people on board we could get into the Ah. metaphor. Ah, ah. I mean, you're more than welcome to get into the metaphor,
1: but yeah, (laughs) I, I, again, selfish, ego driven. It's just about me, but there's a collective demise or ending or whatever that happens
0: or change, massive change. You know, it doesn't have to be such a negative thing. Right. And plane crashes in dreams symbolically are unexpected and sudden. If you're flying along in life and things are cruising along happily, but you have in your past, your upbringing taught you that the other shoe is going to drop sometime. It's not always going to be good. Something bad's going to happen. Then if your life is going well, you might dream of a plane crash. Yeah. But we said this was going to be about premonition dreams. Yes. Yes. And so there's fear of premonition dreams, which we've now unpacked and then. There are dreams that happen that are that freak you the hell out. That happened to me the first time and it wasn't a it wasn't a terrible dream. The first time I had a premonition dream I was I was with somebody and we were at a performance that we were looking at this performance and there were all these dancers with this very unique color of green dresses. Mm -hmm. And they were spinning in circles. And so I just kept seeing flashes of this particular color of green fabric. And then they, and these dancers invited us up on stage. So in the dream, we were all dancing with these performers who had these green dresses on weird dream. I woke up. I was like, okay, cool. Later (laughs) that day, because of the job that I had, I worked with education. I worked with these local schools we went to do this project that we were working on at a local school and they were having an assembly and the performers had the green dresses on that had been in my dream the night before. And at the end of the assembly that we were just there because it happened to overlap. So they were like, come in and have a seat. At the end of the assembly, the performers invited people to come out onto the gym floor and dance. Yes. And this was before I really had like capitalized on like being a dream interpreter. I was just interested. I turned to my friend and I was like, I dreamt this. And she was like, cool. And I was like, no, no, you don't understand. (laughs) I I had a premonition. (laughs) Wow. So, so my mind went to like, oh my God, I think I can tell the future. I think, (laughs) I think I'm supposed to sit with people and tell their future. Like I, just, I went off the deep end about it. Cause I'm like, what does this mean about me that I can tell the future now? And maybe everyone. So I, I went overboard with it because the first time it happens, you can't make sense of it. Gosh, I'm trying to remember the only
1: premonition that I remember as you're speaking is when I was a kid and I had a dream that gosh, which dog was it? I, it had to be my first dog. So my first dog, Polly. We had a ranch home that the backyard sloped down, right? So the front yard was our big flat yard and the backyard kind of sloped in into a gully. And she went to the top of the hill and threw herself off, basically committing suicide. Oh. And I remember waking up so upset because she was my little best friend. Because I mean, this I'm oh. literally like five years old. Um, five or six years old. And a week later she passed away. I remember being glad I had that dream because after that dream, like I spent all my free time with her. Right. Cause I thought <laughs> in my mind, I thought, Oh, well, if she, cause she was old. So in my mind, I thought, you know, if she is going to die soon that I need to spend my time. And then a week later she died. And I remember being so relieved and that I had that five dream. or six years old, was five or six years old. Yeah.
0: Oh, baby. Oh, Polly. That is. <laughs> I hope she's at the rainbow bridge when I <laughs> No, that's so rich. That's yes. such a rich experience for a five or six-year-old.
1: Yeah. So I've been interested in dream work. And Pam, to me, you were different. Like when we started speaking about this stuff, I just love how you help people use dreams to heal themselves rather than just... I don't know. It's, it's just this kind of flat to pick up a dictionary out of the bookstore and think that that actually tells you what your dream means.
0: This is the final piece of the premonition story that I want to tell to Melissa. And you've, you've like laid it out perfectly. And that is that premonition dreams can be comforting when you trust them. So there's the fear perspective, and then there's the trust perspective of premonition. I'm either afraid that I'm going to have them. And I'm like, dreams do not show me anything. Or I start to recognize that my dreams are on my side. And then I start to open up and go, okay, if you're going to show me something, I trust you. And you've just shared a beautiful experience of that, of when your literal mind comes online and you go oh my god my dog committed suicide is my dog unhappy that's the literal yeah. brain is like my dog is <laughs> miserable making, making yeah <laughs> yeah right miserable what have i done that's the literal mind instead if you see from this spiritual lens which is where spiritual direction comes in for me if you see from this spiritual lens that your dreams are on your side and that they're supporting you and you can tap into The collective unconscious. Well, then you wake up and you say, Thank you. Guide my choices today. And let's do what's right for the dog. And then you spend loving time with your dog and then you feel relieved. So, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. If you trust your dreams, then you can relax. If a premonition happens, what a blessing that you've gotten a glimpse of that collective nature
1: whether it be a dog or a green dress. Yes. So my favorite quote from today is dreams are trustworthy and playful. Mm. Pay attention to them and trust them. They're your friend, not your enemy. If you have a premonition. All right. SweetGeorgiaPam.com is her website. She's got some free stuff on there for you. Also sweet Georgia Pam on social media. And please, please, please. We'd love to interpret your dream here on the air. So DM her on social media, SweetGeorgiaPam, Georgia Pam, or if you're watching on YouTube, You can always leave a description of your dream in the comments. We'll use it for a future show.
0: All right, Pam, my friend. Until next time. Sweet dreams, everybody.
1: The content in this podcast is for entertainment and educational purposes only. Pam Muller is not a licensed mental health professional. If you or someone you know suffers from severe persistent nightmares, please seek medical help.